0: Welcome back, rugby fans, of course, to the Rugby Rant and the Run, Pass, or Kick interviews with your team here. My name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities alongside the familiar face of Rob the Hammer Hammer Hammerschmidt, But more importantly, a much prettier face. We have Naya Tapper. This is an absolute honor to be able to have you joining us. It's like rugby royalty has (laughs) arrived. Much to uh, the delight of Scott Ferrari, who's producing the show, who has admitted you are here. His rugby celebrity crush, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, Naya, uh, let me ask you, or let me say, welcome to the show. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I love the
0: shout out. So, so Naya, first of all, um, the
2: big uh, challenge from the big guy that he threw down a couple weeks ago is somebody has to get a picture of the big guy and Naya together. So um, maybe we could make that happen this weekend. What do you think?
1: I think so. Yeah, All right. the big guy Scott's is be the is boots on the ground Scott? for the rugby
0: rand, so the, the, What's that? Big
1: guy, Scott. Yep. Okay, yeah, we can definitely make that happen.
0: Yeah, nice. Awesome. See, Scott's in the background doing a little dance. There he is. The big guy is excited. You see it popping up there. Uh, now, I wanted to be able to remind everybody, if you're tuning in, and of course, if you are tuning in for the first time, we on the Rugby Rant love to be able to invite rugby insiders to join us here for the run, pass, or kick interviews. But in order to be able to understand how it works, I'm going to hand it back to my colleague, Rob Hammerschmidt.
2: Thank you, Ty, and again, welcome, Naya. It's a pleasure to have you. For the uninitiated, the run, pass, or kick interview style works like this. Basically, we're going to throw questions to Naya, and we're going to prompt each question with run, pass, or kick, and she'll let us and you, the fans, know what she is going to do. If she chooses to run with a question, it means that she's going to answer it straight away. Pretty simple. If she decides to pass the question, it means that that question perhaps is a little hot. She might not want to handle it. And she'll go ahead and pass that on and uh, not answer it, which is fine. We don't want to get her in trouble with anyone or anything. Uh, Or she can have a little fun and put us on the defensive, put us on the back foot, make us work a little bit, and she can kick it to us. And that just means we're going to answer in Naya's stead. So we're going to answer the question in what we think would be Naya's answer. And she can grade us out. She can tell us we were terrible she can tell us we were perfect she can add on to give a little context it's totally and completely up to her because she's the one that kicked it she gets to control uh, a little bit of the flow of the game which is always fun for our guests um Naya, if if uh you don't identify who you're going to kick it to then we'll just assume it's the person that asked the question but again just like any good any good rugby player you can kick it whichever way you want sounds good um, you're running.
1: Just for saying, the there's not
0: much kicking in sevens, though. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. Just reminding you. <laughs> Especially
1: not for me. So, this will be the first time I really get to kick. Oddly, well, well,
0: last week. We- before yep. we jump into the next piece, I wanted to be able to just take a moment to be able to remind everybody that this show is brought to you with the help of our partners at Can I Brands. Now, Can I Brands is one of those great CBD plant-based companies that is a great alternative to those medications that are habit-forming to be able to relieve pain, to be able to help you refresh, revitalize, and sleep. A little bit of everything for you throughout the day, but it is completely safe to use non-habit-forming, the one that I personally enjoy is the Can I Boost. The reason being, it's got a little bit of caffeine inside it, which I know helps most people, but especially me on those days when I feel like I'm dragging a little bit. This one over here is a dropper, which is as simple as it sounds. It's just a few drops under the tongue, and you'll see that you got that little extra pep in your step right away. But whether it be that you prefer the oral spray, there are those versions too. This is the Can I Fresh. Uh, This is that little pick-me-up in the middle of the afternoon. Both of these are great. Uh, although Rob, I believe, enjoys the Can I Fresh yeah. a little more. Yeah,
2: as a and- matter of fact, I, I used it today. This old guy gets in the car and he starts to go to sleep on his long way home from work. And I popped a little bit of that. Got home and I, I ran four miles uh, to get a little, um, you know, a little uh, workout in. So it definitely helped me get motivated to take that next step in my fit. I don't think changing.
0: I've ever been that motivated to run four miles though, Rob. <laughs>
2: well, it shows you the power of Can I Brands, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. And on that note, again, this is one of our partners that is helping us to be able to help grow rugby one fan at a time by keeping the lights on for the rugby rant. Uh, so you can help us out by going to their website at canibrands.com. Everything you put in your cart will be 25% off using the promo code RANT25. I say it again, The promo code RANT25, everything in that basket is 25% off. So load as much as you can. And once you're over $49 in a single purchase, you'll also get free shipping anywhere in the continental US that, of course, they ship to. And you go check them out at canibrands.com using the promo code RANT25.
2: All right, well, thank you very much, Ty, for uh, reminding us um, of some of the important sponsors of the Rugby Ramp. But we're going to move forward because the star of the show is right there in front of us, Nia Tapper, of course, joining us, and she's ready to take on the Run Passer Kick Challenge. And I just want to say, last week we had, was it last week we had Danny Barrett on? And Danny, oh, in, in spite of the fact that he's a, he's a runner just like you, he, he'll take the ball straight up and run at everybody, uh, he did a nice job at... Um, at uh, tackling these questions in in a variety of different ways. We had a good time with Danny, and we expect the same uh, from Naya tonight. So I'm going to start right up from the very beginning with the first question, Naya. Run, pass, or kick? We are told that your favorite movie is uh, Step Brothers. What is your favorite scene?
1: (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to run with this. And I think my favorite scene would probably be when they're doing the presentation, Worldwide prestige. Uh, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> That's probably my favorite scene is when the boat crashes and the dad just breaks down. That's pretty, but there's Bad. too many good. Well, okay. okay. Can I give you one more? Can I add? That? Sure,
2: just, sure. Hey, okay. you're the you're the guest. You're the, the star of the show. You can do what you uh, want.
1: Yeah. So also in the movie, there's the one scene where they're in the interview together and he farts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think you and I would have a great time because Step Brothers yeah. is honestly one of my favorite, like, easy feel good movies. It's hilarious. My favorite scene, if I can add it, is when they like they make the double bunks and, like, look, man, yeah. there's so much room for activities. <laughs> <laughs> and then that like, yeah. collapses. Oh, God. I thought we were here to talk about rugby. You see, this is all the good spirit. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not professional at all. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's
0: a good question. So let me take the opportunity to dive into the first rugby related question, right? Because it's like that's what we're here for or something. Uh, so in order to be able to set the scene, not everybody, everybody should be. But let's imagine just for a moment, not everybody knows Naya Tapper out there. So what are some of the cool things they should know? Well, let's see. I got the resume over here, your rugby resume. So it's West uh, uh, Mecklenburg High School, Charlotte, North Carolina, onto North Carolina University, Chapel Hill, Eagles 15s, 12 caps, Rugby World Cup 2017 in Ireland. We expect the same for the next, right? USA 7s in the uh, Tokyo Olympics. Uh, you know, you've reached the highest levels possible for rugby. Uh, across the nations, so here we are to be able to now talk about not only your career and to talk about the upcoming story about Premier Rugby Sevens and how you fit into that, but the most important question: run pass or kick. How did you get your start in rugby?
1: <laughs> um, so I'm gonna run with this. So at West Mecklenburg High School, we had a rugby team there. Um, one of my math teachers had brought it to the school and I was running track and field at that time. And he asked me if I wanted to come and try out. And having been an very aggressive and energetic child growing up, <laughs> loving to play contact sports and football and get nitty and gritty any chance I could, it was like the perfect opportunity for me to channel that and play a sport that actually required that compared to right. track and field. Yeah, so. Um, I wanted to, but because I was so committed to track then with the idea that, oh, you know, I could go professional and track, I didn't just in terms Right, because of... you're
0: being modest. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're being modest when you say, oh, I did a little bit of track. You know, I, went, I thought I was okay. You were an all-American <laughs> track athlete, right?
1: Yeah, I was pretty good. At professional level. There's that modesty no. again. I was okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was good to an, an extent. And I think that's one of the things I learned when I got into my senior year after deciding not to play rugby and to continue with track is, okay, I'm getting ready for college and let's be realistic. Like I'm good at track, but I don't think it'll be something that I would do as a career. So I wanted to go into college and just focus on academics, get my degree and kind of keep it pushing And so when I got to college, that was the plan. And over time, when you're in sports all your life, you kind of miss it. So I decided that I still wanted to do a sport, but I didn't want to have to commit so much of my time Um, in terms of like being a varsity athlete. I didn't want to commit that time to it. I, I really wanted to enjoy the social life of college and focus on my grades. So I came across rugby and they had a club team at UNC Chapel Hill and they were having tryouts and... Back then, I, I'm i only going to speak for Chapel Hill, but, like, if you try out for the team, you're going to make it. So I did make it. <laughs> but,
0: yes, we got seven. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I did make it, and that was kind of the beginning of my journey with rugby.
2: Awesome. Uh, you know, and we're better for it as an American rugby landscape and, and, mm-hmm. and fans of, of uh, sports here in the United States that, that you decided to go that route. Um, it is really exciting and I want to explore a little bit about that because there is right now no professional women's league, you know, that's kind of ongoing. Of course, the PR sevens is going to be kind of, uh, taking up that role and we hope to see it grow and flourish. But as of right now, there is no professional pathway, so to speak, like there is in the men's game, um, Is the pathway to represent, so run past your kick, is the pathway to representational honors at the highest level, the Eagles, of course, um, more difficult for women than men?
1: So I'm going to run with that question. And I want to say yes, just in terms of the financial support Mm -hmm. that the men's side has been receiving for so long compared to the women's side to be able to make their pathway so much clearer than ours. And also the acceptance of women being able to play rugby in the first place has kind of set us back to be able to make a pathway as clear as the men's. So I think we kind of started late, and that's what we're trying to really focus on now, is how can we make the pathway a lot smoother to where you're not going from a college club team to the professional level and expecting to perform at that level. Because I think that was the most difficult thing for me is to get to that skill level in that short of amount of time and to do it on the world stage that's very difficult um you've seen that with Carlin Als as well so being able to create a pathway where kids are already playing in middle school then they get to high school and they're learning more skills and then college and then the pro leagues the premier rugby sevens league and then you get to the national team to so go to the Olympics being able to create create that pathway to where the skills, You can gradually learn them versus having to get to the professional level and learn all these skills in a year, which is ridiculous. So I, I hope it like this is, again, a part of that pathway and just another way for us to make it a lot more clear.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fantastic response because that Mm -hmm. difference between being an amateur athlete and becoming a professional athlete is night and day. It's such a massive leap. Uh, And it's almost an unrealistic expectation to expect athletes to be able to adapt to it and how quickly the expectation is that they adapt to it too. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, one, two, third game, people start going, oh, really? Well, you've only had three weeks, really? (laughs) You know? Uh, I mean, you know the story, obviously. Um, but we're going to learn a little bit more about PR7s. And my my question is very simple. And the answer has to be run on this one. And I'm sure you would want to run with it. Run parcel kick. Um, can the PR7s um, really be that pathway? And if so, why?
1: So I'm going to run with this question. I think I've been running with everything. Um,
0: <laughs> we love it. We love it.
1: <laughs> I want to say yes, because it creates another opportunity and another stepping stone to get to the highest level, which is the national level, to be able to go to the Olympics. I think Mm -hmm. being able to bring somebody to the sport requires rewards and like things that they can look forward to. So being able to say if you join rugby when you're in middle school instead of football or instead of basketball or soccer, you could play for a professional team or you could play for a national team or you could play for the top club professional team like being able to provide them with different opportunities will attract people to our sport at a younger age and we'll make rugby better right. through all of that so Premier seven being here that's one of those stepping stones that it's giving us so absolutely i think so perfect yeah. absolutely
2: and and we we've seen you know on the 15 side many of the women Um, Kate Zachary is a great example going over to the premiership in England Mm -hmm. and and cutting their teeth and making a career out of rugby. So it's good to see the women's game growing in that way. Uh, We love to see it. Um, I want to hit the next question and talk more about PR7s specifically. Run, pass, or kick. Why should fans pay attention to PR7s? And what can they expect from PR7s in the future?
1: I'm going to run with this. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> run 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 uh True your word we're gonna
0: find somewhere a chance for you to pass and <laughs> kick don't worry we're just giving you a couple of soft balls to warm you up <laughs>
1: yeah. um so i think one of the things that pr7s will be able to provide to watchers in the u.s is just an opportunity to be a part of history this is one of the first professional rugby leagues that includes men and women and also um includes equal pay equal pay across the board and equal opportunities, no matter your gender, which is amazing. So participating and being a part of this event in whatever way, whether you're playing, coaching, or watching from afar, um, you're a part of history. And I think that's really important. You'll only come across a a couple of firsts in your life. And this will be one of them if you decide to participate in whatever form. So I think that's one of the attractive things about PR7s. And also... Just the excitement that rugby can bring. It's 14 minutes long and full of a lot of energy and action. And I think uh, Americans love that. They love things that require a short um, attention span and that you can get a lot of good action in that time. And rugby sevens, that's what that is. It's going to be a lot of big hits, a lot of scoring tries, a lot of great catches uh, off the kickoff. It's going to be so much good energy and One great thing about rugby is their culture. And I think with people watching, they'll be able to see how invested the fans are in the sport for this great reason that rugby is amazing. So I think that's one of some of the things that are very attractive about PR7s. And in terms of the future, this is just, you know, the first step. And it's going to be so much bigger in the next year, having a lot more different locations throughout the year, having possibly more teams added, more opportunities to bring in more players. So it's just tremendous what this is gonna turn into in the next two to five years.
0: Right. And to give fans a little bit more context, uh, the first event is happening in uh, Memphis, Tennessee at AutoZone Park uh, on October 9th. And it's the first one, uh, it's their first tournament that's really going to lay the foundation for all the others to be able to come, which Naya mentioned just a moment ago, is actually going to be proposed as a multi-city tour that will eventually make up that PR7's league. And with that in mind, I'm sure many of you are excited to be able to know, well, where can you watch it if you're not there at the stadium? Well, one of the best ways you could do so is you could turn into watching it on uh, Fox Sports 2. It will be available from 4 p.m., I believe, Eastern. But nevertheless, it's going to be one of the later rounds that you'll catch that coverage. And the best part of that is, is that is exactly when all the action really starts to heat up because you get all the accomplished teams having made it through the earlier pool stages. And the competition is tight and, uh, you know, if for our Canadian brothers and sisters uh, further north, you can watch that on TSN as well. And that'll give you the chance to be able to watch that action live as to make sure you check out your providers for more local times and where it may be shown. But again, that's going to be October 9th AutoZone Park. Uh, our own Scott Ferrara is going to potentially be our on-site correspondent as well. Um, so that will be an opportunity to be able to uh, hopefully get a few live feeds and hopefully he'll have an opportunity to be able to meet his celebrity rugby crush with Naya Tapper. And uh, as we continue to be able to try and get Naya back with us, uh, I know she's having some connectivity issues. Uh, Rob, let me just throw it to you for a moment. I mean, if you're looking at PR sevens as Naya put it as this potential pathway, um, it really is so critical. And it's like kind of what MLR has done to be able to connect college with uh, the the MLR um, uh, collegiate program. You know, this is another way for them to be able to do so, but it's centric to sevens, which we haven't had before, right?
2: Yeah, uh, 100%. I, I think that's one of the things that excites me most, at least on the women's side of things, is because there's, there's some really, really strong women's collegiate programs out there um, you know, life has a really strong program. And, of course, Lindenwood has a really strong program, uh, both of the 15s and the 7s side. But un- unless, um, you know, a, a-, a young lady who has excelled, who's, you know, moving forward in the career, can sustain their career and move to a, a location for um, that has a really strong club, it- it- the pathway is rather difficult. You know, I think that PR 7s is going to provide that linkage pathway for for girls that are coming out of the collegiate programs and having a lot of success and opportunity to jump into um, the PR sevens and, and uh, see that professional pathway. As you look at the rosters, there's a lot of, you know, uh, on the men's side, we've seen um, a number of uh, names come up that have been in the collegiate draft over the last two years. So right. I can only see that
0: the same thing happening for women
2: That's a really good point there.
0: And talking about the rosters, following this opportunity to be able to uh, chat with uh, Naya Tapper as we continue our interview in just a moment, I want to remind those fans that are tuning into the Rugby Rant that you can continue to get more of us on the Rugby Network. And our next debate is going to be uh, talking about the roster lineups and the strengths that lie inside them for PR seven. So if you want to be able to get to know some of these teams a little bit deeper ahead of that Saturday game time, uh, t- tune in this Friday and Thursday to be able to watch the next episode of rugby rat pod in our rugby debate episodes, where myself and the team will be debating the strength of those squads, uh, proposed for the, the next, uh, oh, sorry, for the first PR sevens campaign. Uh, we are still struggling to be able to get Naya Tapper back with us, um, seems that uh, we will uh, might very well have to be able to uh, uh, to ask Rob a question or two. So Rob, yeah. run, pass, or kick. not well, um, as
2: good looking as Naya, so, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry, You're a too. sad substitute, but you're going to have to do my friend. Uh, actually on that note, Scott, if you have a question uh, from one of the fans, maybe we could go ahead and share some thoughts on it too uh, before we get Naya back. But I'm actually going to propose this question. Um, and when, uh, naya makes her way back we'll get her thoughts in it so we're going to imagine if this was kicked to rob uh so rob <laughs> kick kick or kick uh <laughs> so br7s has put an equitable pay scale into place for their memphis tournament how important of a message does this send about equality in your opinion
2: well, I think the message is huge, um, but let's not, I think there's a lot of context surrounding it. Remember that the U.S. women's and men's national teams in soccer have been battling it out, or at least battling it out with the, the national team organization for the last couple of years. Um, on, on the soccer side of thing things, uh, the women have been a much stronger program. And so they beg the question of, you know, if they're the stronger program and, and um, having better results, why is it that they're getting paid so so much less on the men's side? I think the nice thing about PR7s, there's a starting out that way, right? We're starting out with on the basis of right. equity. Everybody's being paid the same. And so there's a message that I think is really is really important, which is all the men's and women's games are just as important. Watch them both, they're both equally as exciting. And I'm glad to see that Nia is back. I don't have to drone on, and you don't have to listen to me drone on, folks.
0: So let's get to that
1: next <laughs> question sorry for about now. That. Okay, No worries, cool. no worries.
0: Tell USA Rugby they need to pay for your uh, your, your Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hot spot. Okay. Hot spot. <laughs> so, Naya, uh, this is a great time for you to return to us because Rob was doing his best to be able to field a question on your behalf, but the real person that should be answering it is you. So this one's very important, and there's a lot of people out there that have found this to be one of the hallmarks that could make this really such an important tournament with PR7s. So here lies the question. Run parcel kick. PR7s has put an equitable pay scale into place for their Memphis tournament. How important of a message does this send about equality?
1: I am going to run with this. So I was talking to somebody earlier about this subject, and I think it has been very refreshing to see an entity, uh, an organization ran by men supporting women and men having equal pay. Um, It shows us that they value us, specifically the women that they value us, not only as women or athletes, but specifically rugby players, which has been something Mm -hmm. that hasn't always been the case for a very, very long time. So I hope that with their act of courage and bravery and appreciation for women in rugby, that it rubs off on a lot of other people associated with the rugby community, highly involved in the rugby community, that they see this and that it inspires them to do the same. I think, It's great what PR7 is doing and I really appreciate them and support them for that very reason. Scott's always funny. A little bit of an inside
0: joke because uh, Scott Ferrara, like, you know what? and This stuff happens, by the way. We all get internet connections, Mm -hmm. but I love how Scott threw that one up there as a little bit of a dig for NOLA. We've done, like, two interviews with the GM from NOLA, and both times he's had internet issues uh, that we had to cancel. (laughs) But I'm glad that you made your way back for us, (laughs) and you came in at a good time on a hot question, and you fielded it with, like, ease. That's right. right. (laughs) So,
2: yeah, and and by the way, you know, the, the storms down there in NOLA, don't do those guys any favors. But nevertheless, we're going to go to the next question. Um, and This one's a fun one, okay? We're going to okay. go away from some of the, the, the more controversial or at least, uh, you know, uh, trigger questions there and get to a fun one here that I threw out. I really like making this question, so I'm interested in your response. Run, pass, or kick. If you had to place a bet on a team to win the men's side of the tournament, which team would you put your money on?
0: Well, that's a tough one, Rob.
1: <laughs> this is an easy one for me. I'm going to run huh? with this question. <laughs> I think my answer would definitely be the headliners because I'm a headliner, so you gotta Right, go of to course. Smile. You gotta
0: stay close to to, to home, like <laughs> Some allegiance there.
1: Yeah, okay. Gotta represent gotcha. That's a fair answer. My
0: my follow-up question should be, if you didn't choose them, (laughs) who would you choose? (laughs) I won't do that Uh, to you. I won't do that to you. Unless you feel like you want to answer. Okay, so the headliners is is in the final. Who's there with them?
1: Let's say that. Good one. Okay, so again, another type of favoritism thing. I'm going to choose the loggerheads only because I love turtles, so... (laughs) They
0: get that laugh. <laughs> Your logic is sound. <laughs> okay. So I-, I thought I could catch you, but you're a little more elusive than I thought. <laughs> so Naya, I'm going to deliver the next question your way. And I think then it's time to jump into the quick tap section, uh, which Rob will take the honors. And before we go into that, we're going to hear another few words from one of our sponsors who of course helps us keep the lights on here on the rugby rant. So I'm going to ask you this question. Um, What impact, run, pass, or kick, of course, you know the rules by now. What impact will the PR sevens have on professionalism? Actually, no, we kind of covered this one. I'm going to skip to the next one, if that's okay. okay. Rob's just nodding and smiling. But let's go to the next one. Run, pass, or kick. Imagine the following scenario. The finale of the Memphis tournament was a mixed sevens touch game. All right. You and Perry are the captains and you were able to pick your team backyard style, who will be your first pick?
1: So I'm going to run with this question. My first pick would be, and you said mix like boys and girls. Yeah, Yeah.
2: men's and women.
1: Men's and women, sorry. Um, I would pick probably Jazz Gray, only because that's my best friend, and if I didn't pick her, she'd probably be very upset. (laughs) (laughs) And And she's a fantastic rugby player
0: right right okay uh-huh. she's good like, i mean if this rugby thing doesn't yeah. work out politics is going to be for you
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you you, you want to keep you want to keep things uh on the level when you guys start rooming together here next weekend so you got to make sure you, <laughs> you, you say the right thing so your roommate doesn't you know put a pillow over your face when you're sleeping <laughs> or something like that
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> so um I want to I want to go ahead and move uh, to uh, talk about one of our sponsors that, you know, we couldn't do things without our sponsors. And we've got a couple of them that we really like to pay homage to. And of course, one of those that we talk about frequently is, of course, near and dear to my heart, right here in Chicago, Tighthead Brewing Company, because it is Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy quality ales and lagers for all seasons. Located in Mundelein, Illinois, in the heart of Lake County, owner Brewster and the Tidehead staff will ensure you're kept well hydrated so you don't miss a single scrum. Help them celebrate 10 years of being in the microbrew business here in Chicago by visiting Tidehead's room. It is like the familiar rugby clubhouse in which friends and teammates can meet, socialize, and enjoy a wide variety of ales and brews on tap. They support rugby in the Chicago area. They support the Lake County Rugby Club. And so they're good friends of rugby. So, hey, Chicago, when you want rugby, Tidehead Brewing Company will satisfy your thirst. Tidehead, it's worth more than a try. So I get the honors of engaging in the, uh, the uh, Quick Tap segment. And we're just going to give you an either this or that. And you can't run, pass, or kick on these. You got to run with all of them. But you've been doing a <laughs> okay. fair bit of running so far. So I don't think that's going to be an issue for you, Naya. Um, and, and, but you don't have to explain this one either. Just one answer this or that. Uh, if you want to explain it, again, you are in the spotlight. It's up to you. So here we go. Start off with a tough one <clears throat> 100 meter dash race. C fly or parry? C fly fly. Yeah, you said the same thing Danny Barrett said. He said if it was another 20 meters, he'd pick Perry Baker, but fly Got it. All right, pretty <laughs> good answer there. All right, better code, 7s or 15s? You played both.
1: Better code?
2: Yeah, code or rugby.
1: Mm-hmm. W- what's code? Uh,
2: you mean like uh, which code do you, pr- do you think is better? Uh, f- oh, you prefer it 7s right. okay. or
0: 15s is yeah. what he's asking you. Yep.
2: Okay, 7s <laughs> for sure sevens for sure okay i thought that would have it all right you guys are going down to memphis this weekend memphis barbecue ribs or brisket rib nice good choice i like that all right again you played uh, a lot of rugby all over better sevens vibe cape town or hong kong
1: i have not been to hong kong Oh, no? Yeah. So it's obviously
2: Cape Town then. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so, what, what is your favorite city to visit then?
1: I'd probably say Australia and or Dubai. Those are pretty amazing places to go okay. play rugby. Sorry, but no Cape
0: Town's pretty amazing too, right?
1: No, Cape Town was beautiful, and it had a great stadium. It was just so hot. But Dubai was hot. Yeah. They're all hot, honestly, but –
0: I yeah it's hotter and hotter <laughs> yeah. so the reason i say that i'm like i'm I'm like forcing the cape town answer because i'm born and raised in cape town if no yeah. one's ever heard that on the show <laughs> but
1: cape town really? is beautiful yeah. and when we went we went and seen in cape town they had the penguins at the beach you've seen that right Right, boulders
0: beach yeah and everybody's like not yeah. not penguins yeah. on the beach <laughs> uh, no Ty, you're lying you're lying to me no there's hundreds
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was cool all right,
2: last one here, and I'm just going to leave it here. Portia Woodman or Waselli Severi. Seviri, excuse me, Waselli Serevi.
1: Um, Portia Woodman. Okay, yeah, she's outstanding. Yeah, I'm a fan. yeah yep. she's really got to be a huge fan.
0: All right. I like that quick tap session session because you know it's 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 the the quick fire response, you know, and it, it usually shows your instincts, you know, like yep. you said, seven, <laughs> boom, you knew it, right? You knew it. Yeah. So let me take the opportunity to be able to share a little bit of word from one of our sponsors as well as we head out of the quick tap segment. And uh, I wanted to take some time about uh, to talk about Rugby Coffee. Now, Rugby Coffee is one of those North American rugby brands that is certainly giving back to rugby. Rugby Coffee gives 10% of all of their yearly proceeds uh, to being able to grow youth rugby across the US and Canada, because of course that's North American rugby together. So whether you'd be interested in a more mild blend, the crowd favorite is probably your best bet. If you like something bolder, a little bit more rich, you want to go for the jouet jouet. Uh, This is that wonderful French roast. And as a result, it's darker, it's bolder, and it's richer. My personal favorite is this over here. Otherwise, you can't really go wrong with the crowd favorite, and that's why it's the crowd favorite. Go and check them out online at rugbycoffee.com. A great reminder of huge importance. 10% of all of their profits goes back to growing youth rugby. The programs that they choose will be enriched through those funds for you just going out and enjoying their coffee. What more do you have a reason do you need to be able to enjoy rugby coffee and choose it on your rugby days? So with that being said, I am now the quiz master for the next one, Naya Tapper. So let's dive into question number 10. We're making our way through quite steadily. I like this. We're actually uh, on on good rhythm here. So run, pass, or kick. Social media is such a powerful tool these days to connect with fans. Everybody has the device. Everybody has the ability. And as a result, we believe everybody should embrace it. But with that in mind, One great example of this tool being embraced to connect with fans recently happened at the Olympic Games, uh, the Tokyo Games, with one of your teammates. Uh, How important was Ilana Mayer's TikTok video in raising awareness for the women's game?
1: I'm going to run with this. Um, (laughs) I was talking to her the other day because we were recording for our podcast and I was telling her how happy and excited i was not only for her and a lot of the opportunities she got from being able to be her authentic self and people love and right. gravitate towards that and she blow up from that and also just being a rugby player but her being able to spread rugby awareness by just being herself i thought mm-hmm. that was amazing and great for a lot of other athletes to see who may be questioned you know, should I get on social media or not? Should I take advantage of the opportunities that it can provide or not? And I think that's something that she has been able to show and something that me and a lot of other athletes have been preaching is that social media is a goldmine. It is a goldmine for compensation and it is a goldmine for who, how many people you can reach and the engagement that you can get. So um, that was fantastic to see. I think i know she had been putting in a lot of hard work before that to try to get to where she's at now and i'm so yeah. happy that it paid out paid off for her and that she was on top of that able to spread more awareness across the world across so many platforms about rugby and specifically women in rugby
0: right there's so many wonderful spin-offs from that just that one tool that one you know person who embraces it and like you said it was yeah. it was her authentic self that everybody connected with. And I think that's like what came out of it so well. And of course she's another great ambassador for the sport. So it's always going to resonate well in rugby communities, but the beauty of it is it transcended all the communities, right? It wasn't just about rugby.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I want to dig for a moment about somebody else in the rugby community, uh, not us, but, but in the world rugby community that's had a major impact and that's Black Ferns captain Les Elder She had a child in 2020 and then returned to competitive rugby. Um, Is this an important message about gender roles or old news?
1: So I'm going to run with this. I think it's very important. We've not only seen it in rugby with the New Zealand team, but also across a a whole bunch of other sports. I've experienced on my own team of women questioning or having to make decision between do i continue playing sports continue chasing my dream or do i go and start my family so for the player from new zealand being able to show that you can do both for allison felix being able to show that you can be you can do both for serena williams being able to show us that you can do both i think that has been a fantastic message and a message that should be um repeated and sent out over and over again because because The world needs the reminder, unfortunately. And so Mm -hmm. the fact that we have amazing athletes, amazing women that are out there to be able to give that reminder, I think that's amazing.
2: Most importantly, amazing mothers, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Being able to do both and balance a career, but also balance that with with being a a wonderful mom uh, and raising children. And hopefully, as we have more women, you know, that, that, that are able to do that, we have more, I like to call them mother ruggers. Or Rugger mothers, <laughs> which wasn't, but those are some of the most fantastic people—moms of rugby players or moms that have given birth to rugby players—and it's so special to grow the game.
1: Mm-hmm. And the, I think one thing off of that is the ability for them, those things to be two separate entities and also a combined entity. Because mm-hmm. you look at a lot of the male rugby players a lot of them are fathers but you probably would never hear somebody say father rugger you know so it's like being able to have those two separate entities separated and also have them combined when the time is necessary to speak about it in that manner
0: excellent yeah i love it yeah yeah, so let's uh, uh, remind everybody as we come closer towards the end of our interview, we've actually been making some pretty good time and we've got about, I'm looking at my list, about three more questions to go and we'd like to be able to give a moment at the end of the interview to our guests to be able to send a shout out, anybody important, maybe a special message they want to draw attention to. So Naya, make sure that you got that locked and loaded because your opportunity <laughs> is going to come. And for those fans that are home, if you want to be able to get more of the Rugby Rant, make sure that you follow us online under the handle at Rugby Rant Pod. On all social media, you can find us weekly with another Run Parcel Kick interview every Monday evening with another great rugby insider put to the test by Rob and myself and, of course, Scott, who make up the Rugby Rant Pod team. And that's every Monday again, as a reminder, at 8 PM CST. So you could follow us online to see a list of who might be coming up. And ultimately, you could also see us live for our rugby debate episodes where we tackle a topic, new topic each week. And our guests compete against one another for top honors to be the top ranter. The next one of which, catch it this Thursday and Friday as it is released on both social media and the Rugby Network. And we're going to be talking about the USA versus Uruguay, first of the two Rugby World Cup qualifiers debated with a former rugby eagle. That's John Cullen, who also at one time represented the Utah Warriors. So next question. I am up to, uh, to bat here. and I, Well, actually, you're always at bat. I'm just uh, the pitcher in this regard. So let's go run, pass, or kick. Rugby is one of the fastest growing women's sports, uh, or team sports, should I say, for women uh, across the US. What is the one thing that we can do to take it to the next level?
1: I'm going to run with this question. Um, I think one of the. <laughs> I'm not sharing the love. I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hogging the mic, hugging the ball. All right, that's great. Yeah, go run right with it. You told us you probably would, so we're
1: we're full right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You never lied. You're like, I'm probably going to run in everything. All right, <laughs> but this is yours. This is um, perfectly suited to you.
1: Yeah. So I would say, um, hold up, sorry, I've just blanked on the question.
0: So, what is one thing we could do to get the the okay. level of women's rugby one step higher?
1: So I would probably say follow follow the leader in terms of what Premier Rugby Sevens is doing. One of the first mm-hmm. things that they are doing is providing equal opportunity and equal pay. Right. And then the next thing that they are doing is providing free viewing of the games. So right. being able to get our games on regular channels that are up for free, like ESPN, FS2, I think that'll be the next level because requiring people who know nothing about sport to pay to watch it, you're not going right. to get them to watch it. You know, like, let's be realistic. So right. providing you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. We've been yeah, saying right. all yeah. along on the
0: show, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah sorry, I have like
0: 17 different subscriptions to watch my rugby from all around the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: It's ridiculous. So I think that would be the next best thing. And that's something that premier rugby sevens is providing, which I think is amazing and a great start.
0: Yeah, I, I think those are really great points. I mean, you know, as you said, PR7s is now kind of setting the tone uh, for uh, equality in the game. But, again, it's access. And I know Rob certainly is, is an advocate of this because he talks about access to, to have uh, new players be introduced to the game and then also yeah. for new fans to be introduced to the game because it works in both sides, right? Uh, and Rob is a high school uh, youth coach for rugby, so I'm sure he's, you know, he's, he's thought about these things and he knows that very well. Did you have anything yeah. that you you would share there, Rob?
2: Uh, I, I would just say that uh, yeah, the Mrs. Hammer doesn't like to get the uh, five different bills, like I'm sure the Mrs. <laughs> Hammer doesn't like to get uh, from all the various rugby. And you tell
0: yourself it's only five bucks, and this one's only fifteen, and this one's only hundred and fifty a year. It just gets yeah. more and more.
2: <laughs> but in all honesty, I mean, one of the things that I've interviewed some of the young guys that are coming into the league, Joey Baki. Uh, who will be on the show in a run past or kick? Oh, in our interview next week, um, is that uh, those guys that are really stu- and and I'm sure the gals too, because uh, Naya could probably speak to this. Um, who are students of the game or really watch the game? They where do they watch the game? How do they yeah. watch the game? How do they have access? How do they get an opportunity when they're not playing to really follow um, the game and understand its nuances and and that only comes through watching it. And yeah. if if they can't if they can't watch it for free, it's going to be hard. For them to make that to enter that gateway to play remember.
0: yeah and honestly that's something that i was introduced to that being a challenge here only when i came to the u.s because having grown up in south africa rugby's everywhere right you pick up a rugby ball at a very very young age you go to school and you play it from a very young age it's just so entrenched in the culture like it's a part of the south african identity right so it's kind of forms your nation around that um and then here in the u.s i hear like rob's old stories that when he started playing rugby uh you had to share a pirated videotape just so you can watch the game (laughs) of australia versus new zealand You know? Naya
2: probably doesn't know what VHS is, but that's
0: how I watch the rugby. I do. I do. <laughs> She's like, I've heard of those things. They're yeah. <laughs> in museums now, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Got to dust them off. Um, all right, let's move on to the next question, Naya, and I. And I still want to talk about the importance of growing the women's game, but I'm going to take a little different bent on this question. Recently, Sarah Cox became the first female to officiate a premiership match, and Kat Roach became the first woman to officiate an MLR match. Run, pass, or kick. What does this say globally about the sport of rugby? So
1: I'm going to run with this one. It says that, women are a huge part of the success of the sport to this day. Um, They play a big part in how successful the sport can be. Um, I would also say it's showing the growth that the sport has had over the past a hundred years in terms of, again, accepting women into all roles associated with the rugby world. Um, And it, I think for a lot of women seeing that stuff, it just promotes hope and like a, a reality that if you want to be a ref coach, whether it's for the women's or, or the men's, or you want to be, if you want to be a ref or you want to be a coach or you want to be a player, whether, if, whether it's for the men's or the women's, it's possible. So mm. I think that's amazing.
2: T- Tiffay has done a great job, and Rooney doing that. I know Scott's talked about her quite a bit, yeah. And kind of leading that charge. So it's great to see women involved in the men's
0: game as coaches. And now officials are looking at Right. Lo- and Elaine Vasi as well for the Jackals. Yep. You know, you're starting to see this be more of a pattern, more of the norm, should I say. Uh, but, you know, what you spoke about there is really, you know, people who inspire others to reach higher levels. Yeah. Right. And now I'm going to take that with the next theme and talk about role models for a moment. Right. Because they're very powerful. Young, you know, ladies that are growing up in sports need role models just like any other sport. So for you, run, pass, or kick. Who are your sports role models uh, when you're a young athlete?
1: I'm going to run with this. Uh, my first sports role, I'm going to be honest and say I didn't really watch sports growing up. I don't really watch sports now. It took a very long time for my coach to get me to watch our own. <laughs> so uh, I didn't really grow up with any female athlete role models. Um I- think once I got into college, somebody that I did look up to was Serena Williams, just mm-hmm. in terms of the confidence and the bravery she had to be a muscular Black woman in sports and one of the best. Like, I can only imagine right. the pressure that that came with. So to be able to deal with that so beautifully on a daily basis, that was probably the person I looked up to in terms of when I was nervous to ask a question or self-conscious about having bigger biceps than boys like things of that such whenever i felt like i want to shy away from those situations i would think about her and then i would just have all the confidence i needed to not worry about that
0: that's awesome to hear and by the way i thought your answer was going to be that because you yeah. you mentioned her name a little earlier on so i'm like it's gonna be yeah. that it's gonna be that and what a fantastic role model to be able to choose i mean you know, not only has she been successful uh, at the, the highest levels, also for so long too, you know, yeah. uh, and of course yeah. a role model in many different ways too. So, yeah, that's a great pick.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah so you. Uh, I, I'm really
2: interested based upon all the time we've spent here tonight talking to you about your you know, experiences in rugby and as a, as a phenomenal female athlete and Olympian, of course, and you almost tipped your hand earlier, almost shed a tear, Um, because uh, of of your answer before, but I'm going to dig into that a little bit with this one. So I won't have you close your eyes, but I want you to imagine that a young girl walks through her front door after coming home from school. She's eager with excitement, but a bundle of nerves. She is about to tell her parents that she would like to join her high school women's rugby team, and she's not sure how will they respond. You are her coach, why should her parents let her play rugby?
1: Am I telling, answering this with my eyes closed?
0: No, you can open oh, it up man. now. He just wanted you <laughs> to be in, in your mind. <laughs> he was trying to be dramatic.
1: That's
2: right.
1: <laughs> um, I would tell her parents that they should let her play because rugby can provide her an opportunity to go to the Olympics, which is one of the great most, the greatest accomplishments that you can have, not only as an athlete, but as a human being, mm-hmm. I would tell them that they should allow her to play rugby because it is a community and a culture that promotes diversity and having an open mind to how other people grow up, what color they are, who they choose to love, um, what language they speak. Um, it'll allow their child to be very open and non-judgmental to others. And also, I would tell them to allow her to play rugby because they should allow her to do things that she's interested in. When you're passionate about something, that's when you get the best results. So promoting that and allowing her to go do whatever she pleases and supporting her in that, she will appreciate you so much more than you can imagine down down the road than you can even think of. So that would probably be my reasons why.
2: I love that answer. I mean, I, yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't kidding when it brought a tear to my eye because... It is an important message for girls all around the United States that are thinking about picking up the oval ball that we all love to play with. So thank you so much for spreading that positive message, Naya.
1: You're welcome. Please don't make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were going to come on here and try to make me cry.
0: (laughs) But, you know, all jokes aside, you are truly one of the great ambassadors for the sport. You know, you live the core philosophies of respect and honoring one, you know, your, your, your teammates, people around you, you spoke about how embracing the rugby culture is of diversity, Uh, you know, your differences are all settled out there, because when you walk out equal on the rugby field, you know, Uh, and it's a very powerful and moving thing that is hopefully going to take root here in the US. And you are one of those people that are helping it allow it to reach greater communities. And one of those communities will now more recently be in Memphis. And uh, you'll get to be able to hopefully be embraced by the local rugby community, but even Expanded outside of that because rugby sevens, the one thing it really does have over a lot of great sports uh, is that the entertainment value, it's a great rugby product and the fan experience is second to none. And we expect some of that same that we sevens experience that we see on the highest levels of world rugby to be replicated at AutoZone park on October 9th for the first ever Premier Rugby Sevens event where you will see Naya Tapper and many of the other Olympians uh, battling against one another for top honors. Uh, Naya Tapper, of course, leading the headliners, and uh, she will also be there with uh, getting a photo with Scott Ferrara, the big guy. We're still going to hold <laughs> you to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hunt you down. It's going to turn into fan slash stalker. Where is the line? That's right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with all that being said, we, as is tradition, we throw it back to our guests to be able to send a few shout outs, a special, a special message. You might want to be able to send out for all the fans out there to be able to take on board. So the floor is yours. Naya.
1: Thank you. Uh, So the first thing I want to say is shout out to all the teams that will be playing this weekend in the Premier Rugby Sevens Championship. Um, Go out there, have a good time, enjoy yourself and put on a good show for everybody that's watching. I also want to say again to make sure you tune in October 9th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on FS2 to watch us make history. And lastly, when we since we talked about social media, I just want to say make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn at Nytapper, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel at Tapper.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) Love it. Where can I get more of you? Everywhere. (laughs) You know what's funny? You know what's funny? So last week we had Danny on uh, and he did a great job too. He's a great ambassador for the sport, obviously, as well. Uh, But I don't know who it was. Was it like Rob? You asked him like, so where can we get the, uh, uh, where can fans tune in? And he was like uh all right that's the question i answer fs2 and tsn so i love that you got that one in there at the end look at that forever a professional naya you truly have been a pleasure to be able to have us here today uh be here with us today on the rugby rant podcast show and i'd love to be able to just take a few moments to be able to talk to the fans out there it is very simple. All these philosophies of growing rugby, all the practice of it comes down to people just like you. No matter how small the contribution may be, it's a positive one that will have a ripple effect. So going out and check out Premier Rugby Sevens if you're in the neighborhood. Buy a beer if that's from a sponsor. Get a ticket. Bring a friend. Talk to her. Buy them a about jersey.
2: Walking. Buy a jersey, they yeah. Have, they have jerseys with the players' names on the back. You can have... That fabulously colorful jersey of, of the headliners that Naya's wearing there. Support
0: PR7s. Right. <laughs> and it can be no matter how small the contribution is, it is all great. And once again, a final reminder, make sure you also go check out the boys at Rugby Coffee who are giving back to rugby through the sale of these. And then, of course, make sure that you check out canibrands.com for that uh, wonderful opportunity to get to know their brands with 25% off using Rant25 as the promo. And don't forget when you're in Chicagoland to check out Munderline, Illinois, for that tight head brew who are celebrating 10 years of service. and they are of course a premier rugby venue whether it be premier rugby sevens or anything in between they probably have that familiar clubhouse feeling that you are looking for and from myself and the team a quick reminder my name is ty braga the host for today's activities alongside rob the hammer hammersmith on behalf of naya tapper and scott ferrari who's producing the show, we thank you for watching the run parcel kick interview with the rugby rant pod and we will see you at the next